0: is wrong and it's time to stand up you are listening to the john age show trust no one trust no one trust no one you found it you're here You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age. And I'm your host, John Age. Thanks for being with us this evening in the wee hours of the AM. Hailing proudly from the formerly great state of North Carolina, here on the East Coast, we're sitting at 141 right now. AnomicAge.com is where you can find all things me. Like all the likes, subscribe to all the subscriptions. PayPal.me forward slash AnomicAge. Patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well. If you are so inclined, I would love some help around here because this thing is free for you, but not free for me. I'm serious, folks. If you could at all throw me some quan, it would be much appreciated. I'd love to pick up some more patrons. love to have some more donators on the regular. On the occasional, on the whenever, this thing ain't free, man. It's not free in the least. So if you like this show, if you've liked all the guests, uh, you know what to do. All the stuff's at AnomicAge.com. Free iPhone app, free Android app, free newsletter. All the information breakdown segments. All (laughs) the full Monty guests. It's all there, folks. Going to have a great guest coming up this week. Uh, God willing, Still sort of trying to get a hold of the, another guest uh, way on another continent. So uh, we got that coming up, I hope, as well, sooner than later. We can only hope here in the Anomic Age. So much to get into this evening. If you're looking at uh, the information for tonight's broadcast. We're going to get into the cognitive dissonance again, folks. That's exactly what we're going to to get into this evening, so if you're looking at uh, at the image there, it's mind the gap. <laughs> it's a little subway sign, but it really means mind the gap between the narrative and the reality. It's got old Bush baby there giving you his little spiel, and it, it's really come to my attention lately, just. I think I knew this all along, but more and more and more, it's just getting getting smacked in the face, rubbed in my face, however you want to word it, just how much cognitive dissonance there really is among the general citizenry. So that's really what I wanted to get into this evening. I'll start off with some obvious stuff and I'll work my way into 9-11 and I'll dance all over the place because that's what I do. 'Cause it's my show. <laughs> but anyway, uh, there's that. There's the cognitive dissonance. It's really hilarious. I guess this is trolls or just uh the not so bright. I don't know. But anyway, I've gotten all kinds of heat because I guess my imagery on the God Save the Queen episode. I mean, are people that really that stupid that they couldn't figure out the imagery was supposed to mimic the Sex Pistols imagery because I was quoting the Sex Pistols song while covering the death of the deer. Let's all bow down. I'm bowing down right now to the queen. <laughs> and and I guess they were too stupid to listen to the whole show where I actually covered the news articles where I substantiated everything that I talked about in the show. But whatever. Whatever. You can't fix stupid, you can only get away from them. So um, so there's that. I mean that that was just hilarity. <laughs> well, I'll get into that. I suppose to start with I- I'm not pulling any punches. I'm not retracting. I'm coming full force more, folks. If you are still kissing the the queen's ring, you're a moron. I don't care which side of the pond you're on, dead living or otherwise. A monarchy is nothing but centralized control over the people. And I don't know about you, but I'll say this again because I said it in the previous show. I bow to one king, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. No one else. I won't curtsy. I won't bow. I won't kiss the ring, nor hand, nor call them the the proper name. No. Bugger off, you filth. Here's another one. I don't give a rat's patoot what side of the coin you're on or how much you want to kiss the queen's backside. I ain't doing it, folks. Because here's another one. If you are so weak, pathetic, stupid, and otherwise just an imbecile, to believe that somehow because people copulated in some sort of order that they get to rule over you, or because they copulated within their same bloodline, uh, a.k.a. Uh, sisters, brothers, cousins, and the like, that they are somehow better than you? If you somehow are so stupid that you believe that these people that bred in a certain order in order to get to the crown, that inbred with each other in order to preserve the bloodline, if you somehow believe that their parents or their pedigree is somehow better than yours, then keep on doing what you're doing because you deserve every bit of it. Keep on doing it, folks. Keep on kissing their backside. Keep on just worshiping the Queen Mother from beyond the grave. A.D., I guess. After death. Not uh, Anno Domini or something, right? Anyway. Pathetic. 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 That's all I can say. I was watching video of today of all these these morons out there just sycophantically kissing the hand and just loving, embracing Charles, the new king. God save the king. You people are idiots. And you are only outdone by the American morons that are even more idiotic than yourselves. Because the American idiots didn't get the memo that the birth of this nation was predicated on uh, escaping the monarchy. Yeah, telling them to bugger off, fighting them on land and sea, and winning. That's how we became America. That's how we got out from under the monarchy. But yet, still, through the propaganda streams, the American idiots are so stupid, they somehow didn't get the memo, so they're still kissing the ring of the queen and the king and everything aristocracy, you dolts. Just facts. Coming at you full force. Embrace it. So wait, there's more, though. Because, let me see, what else are people up in arms about, I guess? They didn't like my pet episode either. That was hilarious. (laughs) When I caught out the American people for sycophantically also being obsessed with animals, they have to go to the bathroom and the shower, and sleep in the same bed with them, and take them to the store and everything else. You can't escape them. <laughs> you can't escape the animals anywhere. It's it's uh, we've turned the the country into some sort of half bleeped petting zoo. So, yeah, I think it's an unhealthy, insane obsession. I like dogs as much as the next guy. I just, uh, you know, there's a time and place, you know. I'm not going to bring them with me to the store or on hotel trips and vacations. I mean, that's just, newsflash, they're animals. They live in the yard. Big surprise to anybody? Oh, no, I I know I'm a bad guy because I don't want a a bull mastiff, a Great Dane, and a Doberman living in a house. Because, I mean, that's real good for the animals, you know, real good for them. That's where they want to be. I tell you, they want to be. They want to be in the house. They're not animals that actually are uh, kingdom animalia. Serve animal functions, do all that stuff outside. Nah, they they don't want to be cooped up in a small house. That's what they want. To be. But I digress. That whole episode was really just predicated on the fact that people have, for some reason, in the past thirty years or so put, uh, I would say, relegated humans on a lower rung than animals. And that's really what that episode was about. But apparently people are just too myopic to catch that. So, yeah, I mean, I think maybe if we start really publicizing dog and cat abortions, and maybe if we really start publicizing that the vaccines that they shoot up with the dogs way more than necessary... Yeah, they have really bad effects on them too. Or maybe if we started publicizing more that those uh, microchips that are all so cool now that, you know, you can track your dog wherever it goes, if it gets out, you know, because you can just embed a microchip in it. Yeah, that's it. Maybe if we just publicized all that and instead of talking about how the vaccines kill people and how they want to microchip. The humans, right out of Revelations, and how people are, are volunteering to be microchipped human morons. Um, you know, maybe if we covered the dogs that are eating GMO food, that are eating like ground-up cardboard and soy and corn instead of meat. I mean, they missed the memo that they're carnivores. Maybe if we just covered all the things that are detrimental to humans, but just covered it through a dog lens. Then, maybe, maybe after all that, then the average idiot, moron, American person would realize, oh man, oh oh, this is harming my dog. Yeah, don't worry about the kids that are being uh, murdered in abortuaries. No, no, don't worry about the kids, the foster kids that Fauci killed. No, no, don't worry about that. Don't worry about the countless people that are affected, sterilized, uh, transed, by the GMOs, the atrazine and the like. Don't worry about that. No, no, no. Don't worry about that stuff. Don't worry about them actually actively just like one step away from the microchipping of humans. I mean, that's kind of what this vaccine was a rollout for. And anyway, it was a test run. See, but that's the deal. Don't worry. I suppose it's okay as long as it's just the humans getting this into this vaccine. I think that's that could be the new key. Maybe I'll just start doing dog and cat episodes, where I discuss how everything that really is affecting humans is also because the stuff rolls downhill, also affecting your cats and your dogs. Maybe then people would actually take any of this seriously and get like upset. (laughs) You know, they're get they're getting poisoned through the vaccines that they're getting poisoned through the food and water that they're getting. Uh, set up to take the microchip that they've butchered, murdered, sold, harvested, sacrificed to Moloch in essence over, what, I don't even know how much we are, 80 million domestically here in the U.S. since Roe vs. Wade. Maybe then, if we did it through the animal lens, people would actually give a rat's behind, huh? You think so? Yeah, so, just saying, maybe that would help if we just talk about animals and quit talking about humans altogether. Then whew, boy, I bet we'd, we'd see a turnaround like nobody's business. <clears throat> and then there's the other people that, oh, um, uh, you can't talk about 9-11 being an inside job. Well, why exactly can't I do that? Well, because people died, and it's disrespectful to the people that died. Here's another biggie that just baffles my mind. And I've almost figured this out, I think, because I think each generation gets their own, excuse me, their own incarnation of a big false flag. I I think this is what's up. Every generation gets a big false flag just shoved in their nose And they just take it. And then the history obfuscates it. And everybody that knows about it, it figures out the false flag. But then, like the vast majority of the public, we come to this dichotomy again, the cognitive dissonance of the narrative versus reality. So the vast majority of the general public chooses the narrative over reality. Every time. So, I mean, we could go way back... If you look at Fort Sumter, for Pete's sake, if you look at Fort Sumter being a provocateur event, I mean, oh, this is the first time they were fired on at Fort Sumter. What a load of hooey, folks. That was, that was an orchestrated event backed by the British and the secret societies to kick off a war to try to split the country up so they could take it back again. Okay, so then we want to jump to what? Spanish-American War, sinking of the Lusitania. Then we want to jump into what? Pearl Harbor. Okay. Then we want to go to... I mean, there's so many deaths in the 60s and 70s that were provocateur. Government ops. I mean, I don't know where you can begin or end that one. You got JFK, RFK, MLK, Malcolm X. John Lennon uh, attempted on uh, Reagan... And so many more in between that I've just forgotten about. So you want to go to Gulf of Tonkin incident. And then like a two decade clip of government run murders. And then you got to go to, I don't know where there's, there's Ruby Ridge. There's Vince Foster. There's Waco. There's Oklahoma city bombing. There's world trade attempt. Number one bombing. Then there's the nine 11 events. That we all are most familiar with. Uh, and then you've got Psyop 19. So there's all these various events, but it really comes down to that cognitive dissonance and whether or not people want to accept the narrative or accept the reality, because those are two different things. The narrative is this, what makes you comfortable at night, put it under your pillow, maybe the the narrative fairy will leave you a dollar. And then there's the reality. Reality, oh gee, you got to come to grips with the fact that uh, the world we live in is a blipping lie. Nothing is real. It's all a scam. And then you lose your friends. You lose family members. uh, You're just ostracized and people call you a conspiracy theorist and a tinfoil hat. Okay, so there's that. But the the real problem with the 9-11 is that there's so much inconsistency. And I call it out just like the JFK event because whenever there's a big PSYOP like this, just like uh, PSYOP-19, whenever there's a huge event like that, it's not enough just to have one or two different narratives and one or two different um, competing Narratives, I would say, they have to have like multiple. It's like six, seven, eight, nine. I mean, just keep on going. If you want to look at the JFK thing, it's the mafia, it's the Russians, it's the Cubans, it's uh, LBJ, it's people that didn't like his dad, it's uh, all this stuff. You know, there's so many different competing narratives. Same thing with nine eleven. It's Bush, it's Janius Rumsfeld, it's a guy in a cave. Uh, it's some guys that were written out floors in the building. Uh, it's the guy who got the building and got all this insurance on it. Uh, it's all, I mean, there's so many different competing narratives. Flash forward to PSYOP-19, it's the same thing. It's China. It's us. It's Fauci. It's Obama. It, it's Trump. Uh, it's the Russians again. It's so many different narratives. You just don't even know where to put one finger at. And the real deal is because it's so many competing narratives at one time, so it keeps everybody looking everywhere rather than just saying, "Okay." Boils down to two things: is it narrative or is it reality? And I heard a a minister say this really quite aptly uh, a couple of days ago. I was listening to another show, I had a guy on the, that discussed this. And he laid it out so succinctly, I almost couldn't believe it, because it was just that simplistic. And he said it like this, it's not how you feel things should be. It's not how you think things should be. It's not how you feel everything and this, that, and the other. It comes down to, does it match the Bible or does it not? Because what you think, what you believe, what you say should happen, and so forth and so forth, doesn't mean a hill of beans if your' absolute un- unequivocable this is right, measuring stick is the Bible, then that's what's right. What you think doesn't matter. what you believe doesn't matter. what you think, oh this should be fair and this should work out, and you should treat like yeah, yeah yeah, that doesn't matter, does it? line up with the bible or does it not that's all there is same kind of thing i'm going to use that same sort of lens to look at this is it the narrative or is it reality i'm not saying even what version of the <clears throat> the reality you're going with you know bottom line was it a guy in a cave and some people with box cutters or was it reality And there's so many different lenses and layers of that reality. It was all an illusion. They just blew it up with thermite. Uh, No, they didn't use thermite. They used C4. They didn't use C4. They uh, used whatever. Now, Just put all that aside and say, did the official story line up or did it not? It's just that simple. And you could use that same sort of lens of inquiry for almost all these events, I think. All of them. But the real dichotomy is, within the general public, is that you shouldn't and you can't and just don't question the narrative because people died and just be patriotic. I mean, that's, that's why I made that uh, image earlier. I'll pull it up again for you because I think it's just that applicable. I wonder if the general public is stupid enough to believe this story like they have all the rest. JFK, Vince Foster, Vietnam, Pearl Harbor, Ruby Ridge, Waco... Sure, they are brain-dead idiots. They will fall for anything if we tell them who the enemy is and wrap it in the American flag. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's what I perceive most of the quote-unquote elites think and believe. I'd say that's absolute fact. You see, they think the general public is in such a malaise and so stupid So hung up on the cognitive dissonance. It doesn't matter. Just feed them whatever. They'll just buy it. I mean, I look at this 9-11 thing just like I did the the royal family kissing the backside routine. I ain't buying it. Their family's no better than mine. Their pedigree's no better than mine. I don't give a rat's behind how many family members they screwed or in what order to get into the crown, that doesn't mean jack to me. Okay? Just saying. Same thing with this 9-11 charade. I care about the people that died more than anyone else, probably, or equally to anyone else. You see, I think that they should have not died in vain. I think they shouldn't have died at all. I think we're disrespecting, besmirching, and doing everyone involved a disservice, if we sit there and just play patty cake and say, Well, let's just be patriotic and just just trust the story. Trust the narrative. Okay? I don't give a rats behind if it was Wiley e. Coyote with the big thing of dynamite that blew the towers up. I know one thing for sure. The official narrative is hogwash. So I think we're spitting on the graves of all those people that did die. If we don't question the official story and get to the bottom of exactly what the heck happened. That's my take. Just my take. And another one. I noticed this because I don't go out anywhere often. But when I did, just this past week, went to a kind of a chain, Tex-Mexy kind of place, you know. My daughter and I are sitting there. And I don't watch a heck of a lot of TV either, especially none of that cable garbage But here's the thing. I knew this, but again, I think sometimes it just takes getting your nose rubbed in it to actually come to grips with it. Just the the insanity that is, I don't know what else to call it, but our cancer culture now. Because they have normalized, standardized, and legitimized Cancer as just being normal now. Just whatever. And there's a whole cancer culture now. Had all these people on this little commercial shtick. Oh, I'm a survivor. I'm a cancer survivor. And cancer is blah, blah, blah. And we're strong. And we're together. And, and it was a whole virtue signal fest. Predicated on being... Part of the in-club, the in-club that's got cancer, the in-club that survived cancer, the in-club you get your shirt and a badge and you wear it a pink or whatever the devil a blipping mess is now. And I'm not here to attack people with cancer, folks. It's the same stinking problem. It's the narrative versus the reality. Folks, we are off the charts with cancer. All kinds of cancer. We got more childhood cancer than ever. And rather than creating a cancer culture, rather than saying we're survivors, we're strong, we're wearing pink and ta or whatever the devil all this mess is, again, I'm not attacking those people. What I'm saying is, rather than all this pomp and circumstance over survivors and cancer and and cures and all this, you know, why don't we get to the cause? The cause of all this cancer. And I'll tell you why we don't want to get to the cause. Because there's too much blipping money involved in a cause. It's a multi-billion dollar industry that's treating and supposedly curing, through various avenues, channels, and degrees, cancer. So that's exactly why there's not a run for the cause, dance for the cause, wearing shirts for the cause, because they'd have to come up and figure, oh, well, actually the treatments are part of the cause, yeah, you know, you don't need a mammogram every few years. You don't need a dental x-ray every few years. Yeah, you don't need any of that mess. You don't need a 5G tower in your blippin' schoolyard. You don't need to be eating carcinogenic foods. Hey, guess what? Smoking's really bad for you. I don't care a bleep if you're doing it through vaping or if you're doing it the old-fashioned way. Still cancerous. Did you get that out? Nah, you didn't get that either, so... So they're not going to touch the cause because it affects their bottom line. Again, I'm not coming down on people with cancer any more than I'm coming down on people with dogs or any more than I'm coming down on people that died at 9-11. What I'm saying here, folks, is we have a discrepancy between the narrative and the reality. And until people figure out that there is a gap between between the narrative and the reality, until people are comfortable enough to say, hey, you know, I'm not going to take the easy answer here and just embrace the flag and be patriotic and go along to get along, until I actually take the high road and try to figure out what the bleep is going on with all these different things, then I'm still just urinating in the wind. Instead of kissing the the dead queen's backside, you might want to figure out that the monarchy is a global satanic death cult. You might want to look into Philip and the Nazis. Hmm? You think so? You might want to look into Edward and the Nazis. You might want to look into Philip and eugenics and talking about being reincarnated as a deadly virus so we can cull more of the population. You might want to look into Charles and... And his connections to some missing kids. And maybe you might want to look into Diana's death. Or should I say murder? You think? You want to look into any of that? You might want to look into Jimmy Savelle. And his connections to the crown going way back into the 60s. Oh yeah, all of the crown. Including the dear old Queen Mother as well. Yeah. So all those people that are sycophantically kissing the ring backside and otherwise... You may want to actually look into reality because there's a big old gap between the narrative and reality, folks. It just is. There's more, though, because there's that same gap between these people. The conservatives, the blue blood re- re- conservatives, or the MAGA, we're ultra MAGA, we're big MAGA, we're extra MAGA, whatever the bleep you want to call yourself. Everybody's. Again, just enamored with, we're going to win this next election. Yeah, this, this is the same stupidity that people had when the squad got in. The squad all got in through election hijinks. No one thought that was going to happen. But then everybody sat around, wrung their hands, and didn't do jack while the election was stolen for the president. So you can believe that you're going to win an election all you want to. But until you change the rigged system, you're just believing in a pipe dream. You may as well, again, put uh, put an election ticket or token or something under your pillow and hope your god Trump comes and visits you in the night and gives you a big sweaty kiss on the mouth. Because until you fix that, it don't really make a bleep who you're voting for. Not at all. Same thing with the people taking los inyecciones por PSYOP-19. Yeah. You still got people that are just, again, believing the narrative while everything is flying in face of reality. The CDC's even saying... The vaccine ain't going to stop it. But you still got people taking shot after shot after shot, still saying the same mess. Folks, it wasn't any more a pandemic than I am the Michelin man. That's another psyop, that's another uh, weaponization of language. They actually had to change the definition of pandemic, folks. Did you miss that memo too? Yeah, they actually changed the definition of pandemic there at the CDC to fit this asinine, joke-level PSYOP-19. But still, people are still too stuck in cognitive dissonance to come to grips with that. Instead, they're shooting up their infants and children. So I come back to the point that I started with this evening. And what I've said for a long time, really. Some people are so stupid you can't help them. I don't give a rat's behind what side you're on. Whether you claim to be conservative, whether you claim to be a communist, it doesn't matter to me, folks. Those are all stupid titles. The end of the game, it's it's two wings of the same bird. Two sides of the same coin. So call yourself whatever you want. It doesn't impress me. The bottom line is, if you are too stupid or unwilling or unable to separate the narrative from the reality and break the cycle of cognitive dissonance, you can't be helped. And for those that can't be helped, the only thing you can do is distance yourself from it. Yes, social distance from idiots that can't or won't be helped. I'll use their language for you. You can't do everything, but you can do something. That's all for now. Be safe out there. I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the Anomic Age.